4: And welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi live from the Element Wealth Studios. I'm your host, Gerard Gibbard, along with Rhino, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and a fine music morning, Rhino. Howdy, howdy. Well, the day weather wise, starting out okay, but uh, expected to deteriorate. As the day progresses.
2: Yeah, tonight could be a little iffy, or this afternoon into tonight could be a little iffy for the western part of the Magnolia State. It's probably going to uh, run its course and not really impact the eastern half of the state all that much tonight. But we get a double dose because tomorrow, starting around lunchtime, maybe a little earlier depending on how the weather works, we're going to have even more severe weather coming along, and it's supposed to be even worse than tonight. So uh, tonight, yeah... Stay weather aware, but tomorrow's the one to really be looking forward. Yeah, in fact, we've got the National Weather Service going to
4: check in at 10.20 on the program today and give us an update on what we can expect. We're kind of in this middle of the week. Bad weather moves through
2: cycle, aren't we? Seems like it. Three weeks in a row, I believe. Three weeks in a row. Yeah, the first two were pretty rough. The second one... Less so, but still had some damage due to a couple tornadoes that spun up and some hail damage and wind damage. But uh Yeah, we're we're looking at four for four on weeks with hmm. wet and severe weather. Geez. Twenty to thirty mile per hour winds
4: are expected tomorrow for most of the state, I believe, as the storms move through. Okay, well we got uh inflation news today. Probably seen that. The data is out and inflation surged to a four decade high today of 8.5%. That is as of the end of March. That's from the same month a year ago, Uh, driven primarily by the skyrocketing rise of energy and food costs supply constraints, strong consumer demand, as folks are kind of back at it. This administration got a tiger by the tail, I believe. And if you think about kind of the sequence of events coming out of the White House as they have addressed inflation, it's it's transitory, it only affects, it's, it's a, a little people's problem, <laughs> remember that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Kick back some margaritas and enjoy some kickboxing boxing lessons. It's the meat packers. It's profiteering by the oil companies. It's chips. It's supply chain constraints. And the latest, of course, is it's Putin. The Putin price height. So today, the president is scheduled to be, I believe, in Iowa. You know what I think he's going to talk about? Ghost guns. He ain't going to talk about the kitchen table issues, as they say, of inflation and making ends meet and the price of gas at the pump, etc.
2: No, ghost guns. I heard he was going to talk about gas, but I was confused why he would go to Iowa to talk about it, because the thing he's supposed to talk about gas is relaxing the ethanol rules. Exactly. The E-15. So why would you go to the corn capital to talk about, no, we're not going to use corn and gas anymore? Dumb.
4: I believe it's the E-15 blend, if I'm not mistaken. But right now, I saw a report that said, like, less than 2% of the stations in the country actually sell it. This is just symbolic nonsense. Yeah, you can't go too far or he loses all the, the greenies. Right. Exactly. Because they oppose this. But... Just insisting and totally obstinate about um, relaxing any of the bad policies that have actually hammered and dramatically curtailed supply and investment in projects that would increase supply. They just never think about supply. It's the so called supply side economics, which is kind of a hallmark. Uh, Ronald Reagan and, and his uh, philosophy and, and policies, they never think about that. The, so now what they're saying is, we want to we send you more money, right? We want to send you gas cards. There's all kinds of talk about changing the subsidy model in health care costs and, and uh, how they can address the cost of insurance wanting to put all sorts of limitations on that. It's always about, let's step into the market and control pricing, or better yet, let's just drop more helicopter money out there. Nothing in the way of, let's adjust policy to promote production and additional supply. Never that. They just don't see that as a potential solution. And it's the only solution, honestly. So the markets are up today, which is a little difficult to comprehend because of this inflation data, but it's because interest rates in general, interest rates on the 10-year Treasury, down a fair amount today. And uh, that's good for value stocks, excuse me, growth stocks, growth stocks on the NASDAQ primarily tech stocks are considered growth stocks. And so it's a little perplexing as why that would occur, but it, it actually is because the investment community is saying that the, that the core inflation, is, uh, which is primarily consists of energy and food, didn't rise as much as they thought. That's kind of weird, but it wasn't as bad as they thought. So there's some within the investment community, these, these market analysts, that say we think it may have peaked peaked, and they're they're getting a little jolly about that, and they're dumping money in so if you look the nasdaq's up considerably, in particular the the growth stocks, the big name big big cap growth stocks, it's just weird to see all this play out. I think we're just in for a long period of extreme volatility, extreme volatility, big swings if you're if you're a day trader, you got to love this, right? Just buy on the dip, sell sell on the uh, the green days like today. It's crazy. It's uh, all over the place, but I don't think this is going to I should say the core index by the way, I said it includes it, it excludes um food and energy. That's kind of a I think just kind of a um, uh, a bad way to put that, because who who doesn't deal with that? I, I think it's almost a meaningless measurement, but it looks at everything. So the t- overall CPI looks at everything. The core excludes food and energy. And that went up 6.5% in March, 6.4% in February. That's what they're celebrating, that 0.1% increase between February and March. They look at that favorably. So anyhow, kind of crazy that that's uh, the way the markets work out. So good luck to the day traders. Bitcoin dropped below 40 k briefly today. I think it's back above it now. But the big takeaway here to me is the, the rather dismissive, oblivious response from the White House, which is, it's not us, it's them! you got to be mad at Vladimir Putin. I'm not sure the American public is buying this, and we'll certainly find out soon enough in the midterms. This is going to be front and center. You've probably seen reports of Republicans out at the gas stations signing up people to vote. There's a pretty significant effort underway right now to place... uh, Activists out at the gas stations to sign up, making their case. You wouldn't have this if we were uh, in charge. Basically, well, that's the message. So, anyhow, hard to believe that we're sitting at a time when, for so many years, we never even worried about inflation. And now we're looking at inflation being at a 40-year high. It feels so Jimmy Carterish. We played the, the great spoof on that last week performed by Dan Aykroyd playing Jimmy. Wouldn't you
2: like to drive a $600,000 car?
4: (laughs) Playing Jim Akata. That was so good. But we got some sound also to play for you from uh, Jen Saki, the chief propagandist, Tokyo Rose, from the Biden administration. You won't believe what she had to say about the Florida... uh, It's called the Don't Say Gay Bill, which is a complete Fallacy. It doesn't even have the word gay in it. But why the left is so obsessed with indoctrinating kids with sexual identity and orientation and so forth is crazy. We'll take a break right here on Middays. When we come back, we've got the National Weather Service. We'll get a weather update. Stay with us.
0: We think diamond prices in most jewelry stores are downright scary.
6: That's why at Juniker Jewelry Company, we're doing something about it. Because starting Monday, April
7: 18th, you can buy directly from the diamond cutter. It's the Diamond Expo at Juniker Jewelry Company. Our diamond cutter is flying in with millions in certified diamonds. Fresh
4: production, every size, shape, and price range. It's the Diamond Expo. Three quarter carat diamonds for less than $1,650. One
8: carat for under
4: $2,500.
9: And two carat diamonds start starting at just $7,500 plus qualified buyers get up to
4: 12 months financing interest-free guys this is how you buy a diamond the diamond expo
3: save hundreds even thousands directly from our cutters six huge days Monday April 18th through Saturday April 23rd I'll be there to shake
7: your hand Juniker Jewelry Company Mississippi's direct diamond importer 1485 Highland Colony Parkway just south of 463 in Madison and
3: junikerjewelry.com.
1: Hello, here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson,
0: ninety-seven point three. Midday's with Gerard. Gibbert. What? What?
11: This yeah. is yeah. so awesome
0: on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi from the Element Wealth uh, Studios. Joining us now, Nicholas Fenner from the National Weather Service, meteorologist. Good morning, Nicholas. Thanks for joining us on middays. Hey, good morning. All right, tell us what's going on. What can we expect today, tomorrow, as this uh, weather system moves through the area?
12: Well, we've got kind of a couple periods to watch here through the the next two days, and the first one of those will be. Uh, batch of uh, possibly severe thunderstorms that's expected to develop um, and affect mainly northwestern portions of, of Mississippi uh, this evening and overnight could be some hail and uh, high winds and, and even a possible tornado or two um, with that activity and then we'll watch for maybe a little bit more of a widespread chance for severe weather tomorrow.
4: Okay, uh, is this kind of similar to what we've had in the last couple of weeks move through the area?
12: And each weather system is different, but, uh, but definitely bringing the same threats, um, damaging wind gusts, hail, and, and tornadoes to the area.
4: Okay, so similar in that, in that respect. Is, it, is this a just the uh, customary, sort of typical spring storm clash of two different air masses?
12: Exactly, yeah. This is, uh, unfortunately, what we see quite a bit of this time of the year as we start to heat up... Uh, heat up the area, and then get the influx of moisture and, and high winds moving in.
4: What should people know as far as uh, staying safe?
12: Um, it's always important, um, you know, this time of year to, to have a plan ahead of time. You know, know if if your area is included in a, like a tornado watch, um, what your local shelters would be, uh, what's a safe place if, if your home is not a Um, sturdy structure or, you know, anything like that, Um, just have that plan in advance and uh, be prepared to take shelter if if watches and warnings are issued for your area.
4: Gotcha. All right. Uh, What else should we know about this particular system? Is it expected to uh, be worse at a particular time of day or night tonight uh, or into tomorrow? Is there a period where we have a higher risk? The
12: storms tonight, um, we've, we've got a slight risk for, for areas generally along and west of Interstate 55, so the western part of Mississippi, and that's going to be mainly after dark. Um, you know, could have a couple of these storms move through in the middle of the night, midnight or later for some location. So, um, you know, just make sure your weather radio is working or, or have uh, your phone, phone on overnight to, to get alerts. Um, and also pay attention to that forecast before you go to sleep tonight. And then tomorrow, um, kind of the best time frame, again, is going to be the afternoon into the evening time period, so mainly um, after, you know, 4 o'clock for much of the state as far as that risk is going to go. And there could also be a chance for some, just some gusty winds before any of the storms come through today or tomorrow, um, you know, so it's possible to get some down branches or weak trees. And then some potential for heavy rainfall with these storms always brings across a threat for some localized flash flooding this time of year
4: yeah anything special that you guys are doing at the National Weather Service whenever this uh, this sort of severe weather is, is approaching and kind of brewing what do you guys uh, add staff and and just have a diff- additional coverage are there special tools you have technology that sure.
12: uh, all all of the above there we, okay. we do bring in plenty of extra people to help um, it, help in the forecasting stage also um, We'll usually send up some extra weather balloons to to collect the best data we can. Yeah, and then also we'll have extra staff here keeping an eye on the storms tomorrow or today and tomorrow. Um, you know, getting those uh, warnings out on time and giving people plenty of advance notice.
4: Okay, so you you said something that caught my attention. You're still using weather balloons.
12: Exactly. Yeah, that's um, in the forecast stage. That gives us some of the best data. Um, for our weather models to kind of give us an indication of what the atmosphere is doing now and then what it might do over the next few days.
4: I got you. And do you guys actually control those? Do you launch them from the National Weather Service locally?
12: Yes, those are launched uh, from right out here at the, the airport in
4: Jackson, Mississippi. Huh. And, and do you have some uh, control over those balloons? Can you, can you steer them, navigate them?
12: No, these are these are just carried up by the wind. So okay, wherever wherever the winds take them.
4: And I assume they have uh, something attached or inside the balloons, uh, some sort of devices, sensors that collect data and transmit it back.
12: Exactly. We've we've got a little a little device called our radiosonde that transmits back the uh, the wind and temperature and humidity data up to about 20 miles in the
4: atmosphere. I got you. And so there's systems that that u- utilize that data and e- extrapolate from that and provide forecasts or projections?
12: That's correct. Yeah, we've uh, gathered the data from all across the country and and around the world, but these uh, balloons, which are timed to go up at the same time, and it all gets processed in the the big supercomputers.
4: Yeah, yeah. Okay. I wasn't aware of that. appreciate you uh, informing uh, us that. Anything else we need to know about this weather coming in, other than what you've told us? Make sure you've got some way to stay current and and, uh, check the forecast before you go to bed and that you're aware of the timing of these storms moving through what else we need to know have a plan
12: exactly have the plan and and just be familiar with the threats uh, unfortunately you know severe weather is not a surprise around here so i think most people are are generally prepared but um... you know always be be wary if there's trees around your property or yeah. or things like that 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 brings a, an added threat here in mississippi especially
4: maybe if you've got outdoor furniture or, or stuff that uh, is kind of light and has uh, sides on it, surfaces on it that are subject to being picked up, carried, moved by wind. Be aware of that as well. I've had that problem at my house before.
12: Exactly. You've got the um, patio furniture or trampolines, things like that. You know, try to secure it the best you can.
4: Yep, absolutely. Nicholas, we appreciate you uh, joining us this morning and giving us that comprehensive update. Take care. We'll talk soon. All right. Thanks. There you go, folks, National Weather Service. So, yeah, I've actually had, I, I'm sure I'm not the only one, but the, the chase lounge chairs, you know, out on the patio that have been moved around and and uh, one day woke up and had pushed it in the pool. It was just kind of floating around. So I've learned since then to make sure I put the backs of the chairs down, those chase lounges flat, so that they don't have a surface that presents to the wind because it starts acting like a rudder at that point. <laughs> Just pushes them in there. So, anyhow, yeah, it was. Uh, it was well, the White House. Uh, White House is Ron Klain, chief of staff. You may remember that uh, he's the one that went out and tweeted that uh, that these supply chain issues and inflation were high class problems. Is the way he referred to that. Uh, it's a problem for the rich, essentially. You think that's working out? Now that was like last October. As yeah, because the
2: rich are real worried about the fact that eggs cost twice as much, or beef <laughs> costs three times as much, or pork costs twice. Like they're really worried about that price per pound. It's unbelievable.
4: Somebody here on the C Spire text line, uh, we've got some text already rolling in. Yeah, Malcolm from Tishomingo, dozen and a half carton of eggs, seven bucks. Seven dollars? That's unreal,
2: unbelievable. Man, oh man! Don't even get me started on being just a single dude living alone that don't need that many eggs. So you, well, that's true. The the six pack of eggs that I used to buy for forty nine cents is now a buck fifty. Yeah, it's unreal. So I just get the dozen. Okay, because it's basically the same price as a half dozen at this point. It's within twenty cents. Unbelievable. That's how crazy
4: it is. So somebody texted us about this yesterday, and I haven't really dug in too deeply on this subject, uh, this this issue, but there's some sort of flu, right, that's circulating amongst birds, including chickens.
2: Yeah, bird flu, avian flu, depending on who you talk to and who's doing the talking. But, uh, yeah, it's been found in, I believe, three or four different states. They've had to kill millions of birds to uh, control it but uh, I haven't seen any reports of it being in the Magnolia State yet. Okay, so you've got to believe
4: that that's uh, having an impact on supply, right? thus price. So it's sort of a double whammy. You've got all the other input costs that are rising, fuel, power, labor, etc. Now you've got a shortage of, and you got to bear the cost of, of, uh, I guess, exterminating the sick birds. I mean, there's costs associated with that as well. Wow. Andy and Jackson, sorry, Andy, I didn't see your question. Are the balloons for one-time use, or do they recover them? You
2: know, I, I'm i pretty sure they're one-time use. Yeah. Right. They make, I can't imagine they'd have them. Now, the, the sensors and the stuff that they send up, I do believe if they can recover those, they will reuse them and repurpose them. How do they get them? back i mean it has they a little gps them. on it. okay because yeah. eventually they just fall back to the earth yeah i mean the balloon will get to a certain height to where it no longer can hold its shape because there's not enough atmospheric pressure right and it'll pop and then fall right
4: and they, and they can go locate but you know i'm not sure that's always been the case. we haven't had gps i remember as a kid seeing these weather balloons we hadn't had gps that long
2: no and even then it wasn't until last 15, 20 years that we turned off the scramble on GPS yeah. so that it's actually more precise. Right, exactly.
4: Well, it's time for a break here on Middays, and we'll do that right now and come back. We've got Miss Mississippi volunteer Rachel Shoemaker at 11.05.
13: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 84. Tonight, a 60% chance of rain, cloudy skies, low around 65. Your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms, some could be severe, high near 85. And for your Thursday, a 20% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 78. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871.
14: This Hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back.
3: At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection, and that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. OEM certified repair using certified parts. If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at ClintonBodyShop.com.
8: Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi.
15: you mm-hmm. Hop on in to Nandy's Candy for all your Easter treats. Personalized eggs, caramel divinity, peanut butter and chocolate whip eggs, chocolate bunnies and ducks, hand-blown eggs filled with chocolate, sugar eggs, stuffed animals, jelly bellies, foil-wrapped bunnies and eggs, sour bunnies, bunny corn, empty or pre-made baskets and so much more. Nandy's Candy, 1220 East Northside Drive in Maywood Mart, exactly where the Easter Bunny shops. Shop online at Nandy'sCandy.com for in-store pickup or shipping.
9: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. President Biden is expected to announce an emergency waiver from the EPA today that could knock an average of 10 cents a gallon off gas prices. Fox's Tanya J. Powers with more.
16: Most gasoline sold in the U.S. is blended with 10% ethanol, and the waiver would allow widespread sale of a 15% ethanol blend that is usually prohibited between June 1st and September 15th because of concerns that it adds to smog in high temperatures. The president is set to make the announcement today during his trip to Iowa, the country's largest producer of corn, which is key to making ethanol.
9: Hattiesburg police are looking for a suspect after a shooting on Cypress Avenue around 930 Monday night. The victim has been transported to a local hospital. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm.
13: Call me old-fashioned if you want but I believe there's something to be said for doing good, honest work. As a craft professional, I get to build the places we work in, the homes we live and play in, the roads we drive on, and more. And the best part is that I'm learning new technologies as they emerge or evolve. Hmm, maybe I'm not so old
17: fashioned after all.
6: Trade up, discover the power of career and technical education and start building your career. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Building tomorrow's workforce today.
17: Every child of a parent with Huntington's disease has a 50-50 chance of inheriting Huntington's disease, which is described as having ALS, Parkinson's, and Alzheimer's simultaneously. Join us in the fight against Huntington's disease at the inaugural Mississippi Team Hope Walk on Saturday, May 21st at 9 a.m. at Lakeshore Park in Brandon. To learn more, visit hdsa.org forward slash thwms.
12: It's an fan. It's time for
0: midday's with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. <laughs>
18: But I'll never forget the way you feel right now, oh no, no way, and I would do
4: We are back on Middays. The Great Meat Loaf. Alright, so just to clarify, Biden's going to Iowa today, and that's where he is expected to announce relaxation of the rules regarding the use of E15 gas, which is gas that uh, contains a higher amount of ethanol, I think 15%, if I'm not mistaken, which is why it's called E15. And that's just in an effort to try to boost the supply of fuel and lower the cost. It is expected that that would uh, reduce the price at the pump by Ten to fifteen percent, but I I did review it on the break. There are twenty three hundred stations, gas stations, where you can buy gas for your vehicle in this in this country that can accommodate, can actually sell. Uh, that's this type of fuel, this E fifteen category of, f- of fuel. There are a hundred and fifty thousand fueling stations in the country, so it's. It's less than 2%, 1.7% or so. Why even make an announcement? Now, I get it. He's going to Iowa to try to, I guess, pander to the Iowans. But how does that
2: work? Because Iowa produces corn, and you're saying we're not going to use corn. Well, I, well, explain to me. I thought corn was used in ethanol. Right. So if you're going to Iowa, corn country, yeah. to announce that you're not going to use corn in the gas anymore. Well, even- I think he's
4: saying we are. Right? Isn't that what he's saying? That we're going to increase, allow the supply. I may be confused about this. I'm not an expert in this area. Well, I thought he was doing away with it. No, no, no. He's going to allow it. Increase the uh Let's see, remove the restrictions for a period of time. I think it's in the summer. So in the summer, you know, we're supposed to convert to a summer blend, right. which has less of that in it. I think what he's saying is we're going to waive that for this summer, meaning we're going to use more corn to produce this, uh, this type of fuel. But, and there, and there is an ethanol, uh, an ethanol plant, in Menlo, which is a town of about four hundred people not far from Des Moines, Iowa, which may be the only city I'm familiar with in Iowa isn't there a Dubuque or something like that Iowa is that right? It sounds right uh, anyhow that's what he's going to to announce, but uh, so it's basically waiving the summer sale where the Rules do not allow sale of this particular blend, so he 's waving that, and that 's in an effort to boost so it means that this plant in Iowa can produce and thus and thus sell that into the overall supply chain it 's just a way to 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 try to increase supply by allowing that plant, which only produces this e fifteen to keep on jugging during the summer when Traditionally, uh, that particular grade, that blend, is not allowed to be sold for environmental purposes. So, I don't know. It's a bit of pandering, I think. But he's also expected to talk about this ghost gun deal, which is bizarre unto itself, because... And you guys know what ghost guns are. This is just uh, the acquisition of various parts and components... Uh, Of a gun to assemble into a finished operating weapon.
2: Well, that's the problem, is you you have Democrats defining a ghost gun, and they can't even define an assault weapon, and so they're trying to define an even more vague term with ghost gun. They want any firearm that you put together in any form or fashion to be considered a ghost gun.
4: Yeah. Which is... How do you even...
2: How do you implement such a rule? You can't, because How? PVC pipe is still sold. Right, exactly. It, I mean, there's I a won't lot... I'm go into the exact thing, because I'm pretty sure it's against federal law, but length of pipe, piece of wood, some wire, and a nail, you got a shotgun.
4: Yeah. I mean, fertilizer, right, being used to make bombs and so forth. We know about that. So I think this is just a situation where you're just doing something to say you did it, I guess. I don't know. That's what they kind of thrive on. It's just, let's go do something. It doesn't matter that it's useless or dumb or impossible to fully execute. Because I don't, I don't know. How do, you, how do you execute that? How do you what, – what, what are the assets and the systems – And the protections, the guardrails look like uh, to to essentially and the idea is you're you're trying to get those registered. There's like they have this this narrative that registration is is just some sort of magic no pun intended magic bullet. Oh yeah, if we just get everybody to register those guns, we won't have any more problem. Isn't that right? I mean, you, it just seems like it. They're always mad about, we have these gun shows, and I, I don't know all the rules associated with that, but they're, they're, they're always whining that these guns somehow, these transactions, transfer of weapons occurs between buyers and sellers, and they don't go through the proper background checks and all that sort of stuff. But I'm not convinced that any of that really addresses the core problem, which is just morality. Why do people want to go hurt other people with guns? I don't get it. I I know Thomas in Greenwood sent us a... He's a gun uh, advocate and a gun enthusiast. I think he's made that clear. And he sent us a picture of... uh, I guess that's your gun there, uh, Thomas. 80% AR built from parts. Is it more deadly than a commercial-built one?" I hope those guns, Thomas, aren't used for deadly force, period, on other humans. I'm not sure why that uh, makes a difference, honestly, but I think the vast majority of people, obviously, that acquire and possess weapons aren't inclined to use them for deadly force against other humans to commit acts of violence, thank God. It's the, the smidgen of people in society that are. That's the real problem. What what prompts them? What compels them to act? That's the That's the problem that ought to be addressed. I don't see how background checks... I know there's some that believe, oh, yeah, well, you'll find out about something in the person's history. That's what you're doing in a background check is you're examining history. But I don't think you can necessarily make a connection between something that happened in the past and something that might happen in the future. And you've got to think, I just wonder how many people that go purchase a firearm, knowing they've got to submit to a background check, how many people actually get turned down? Meaning, something is learned, is discovered when the background check is done. Such that their their purchase is rejected. I just wonder how like how many how many people are being denied the purchase because their background reveals something. Just curious. I've never heard I'd be curious to know. Has anybody just walked out and said, yep. I just couldn't get that and buy them. I murdered somebody last week, and it's all my... I mean, and I know I'm being facetious here, but seriously.
2: I don't know the exact numbers, but I do have anecdotal evidence of all the different gun grabbers and liberals and Democrats that have tried to prove their point, that you can just walk into any store and buy a gun in America, and they'll go to the Wally world and try to buy a gun and walk out empty-handed, because you got to go through the process. Yeah. Okay. Well... But, now, I don't know if they were denied because of a background check, but they were turned away and were educated, at least in part, on how it's not just walk in the store, pick it up off the rack, go to the downer, and pay for it. And
4: that's the same thing, like with these gun shows, right? Isn't that the, like the main... That and the other thing, as I recall, Rhino, is, is sort of family transfers. You know, you hear a lot of squawks about that. And, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, um, a grandparent hands it down to a, a grandchild, for example, and the grandchild goes out and plays shoot 'em up stuff like that, and they're wanting to intervene in that. I, I don't know. It'd be good to know how many of these wackos that go out and commit these heinous crimes, how much of all this stuff they want to do would have prevented it. You look at the states with... The most onerous restrictions now, California had a problem in Sacramento
2: last week. Now New, New York got York a shooting this morning in the this subway this morning
4: in the subway. got right.
2: set off a smoke bomb wearing a gas mask and then started shooting people. Unbelievable. We got some tape from Al Sharpton we
4: gotta share with you. It's interesting. Stay with us on middays from the Element Well studios.
17: When you partner with RJ Young for your business printing needs, you get the RJ Young difference, superior service, in-house leasing option, and a we-make-it-right guarantee. Choose RJ Young for your HP-wide format equipment and supplies needs. Print with confidence and trust HP Original Supplies for consistent, uninterrupted printing. To learn more about our office equipment and technology, visit rjyoung.com slash printers. RJ Young partners with the best printer manufacturers like HP to offer you the best technology solutions that power your business. This is the opening agri market report. At the opening of the New York Cotton Exchange,
21: July cotton was up 296 to 136.41. October cotton was up 192 to 124.81. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, May soybeans were up 18 cents to 1673 and a quarter per bushel. July soybeans were up 18 and three quarters to 1659 and a half per bushel. July corn. Was up 11 and three quarters to 770 and a quarter per bushel. September corn was up 10 and three quarters to 740 and a half per bushel. At the mercantile, June live cattle was up 57 to 135.37. August live cattle was up 32 to 136.95. May feeders up 77 to 160.67. August feeders down 10 cents to 173.20. And at the open, the Dow Jones up 157 points, 34,465. I'm Dixon Williams. The Supertalk Mississippi AgriNews Network. Propane is the energy for everyone, especially farmers like you.
1: It's a single energy source that can fuel most anything on your farm. From irrigation and grain drying to building heating, propane has you covered. Reliable, hardworking propane will help you improve yields, protect your land, and save money see how propane can help meet your farm's energy needs by visiting propane.com
10: now propane it's the energy for everyone compromise is nice
0: Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back. On Super Talk Mississippi. Standing in.
4: We are back on Midday's Super Talk Mississippi from the Element Well Studios. We thank you so much for uh, joining us. All right, so right now I'm looking at this uh, Corey in Cleveland. I just passed this by the airport. What is that? It's a big dish. I can't make out exactly what it is. photo. It's on the back of a flatbed truck. Is that Google? Is that what that is? No, I can't tell what it is. I'm not sure what it is, Corey. Let that know. symbol looks
2: like the uh, NOAA logo.
4: Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sort of, yeah, you're right. I see it now just below the...
2: National Oceanic and yeah, something yeah, or another. Yeah. I can't remember all of it. National yeah. Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. There Here you we. go. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, that's the NOAA logo.
4: Okay. Not sure what they're doing, but appreciate that. Stephen Gulfport says, Three bucks and nine cents for a large 12-pack of eggs at my local Winn-Dixie. Bowen-Indian Owen says, Glad to know I'm considered rich. Yeah, because it's a high-class problem, that inflation. Huh. <laughs> I deliver corn to chicken feed mills where they make chicken feed, and the truck's coming in to pick up and deliver the corn get sprayed with some sort of bacterial spray. Hmm. Says Richard. I guess that's in reference to the the outbreak of, I guess it's bird flu, right? Is if I'm not mistaken,
2: is? that's been in place for years now. Okay. Hmm. That's kinda of like when Mad Cow was going around all crazy and if you did any kind of travel internationally whatsoever, you had to walk over the little wet mats that cleaned your shoes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I remember that. Yeah.
4: Ruthie and Ridgeland gave us a great explanation about weather balloons. Ruthie, curious that do you have some sort of relationship or connection to the Weather Service, National Weather Service says they will eventually burst as they reach higher altitudes. The shatter balloon drops to the ground, and the instrument box called a Radiosonde, I think I sp- pronounced that, will have re- already transmitted the data back to the NWS. If you see a shatter balloon and find the Radiosonde attached, you can drop it off in any postal box due to a free return to the NWS office. Appreciate that. Why do we need a golf course in Jackson? Yeah, I saw that. I think there's Spence there. Uh, the legislature's making some investment there. I think that's operated by Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, if I'm not mistaken. That's the LaFleur's Bluff golf course. It uh, doesn't get a lot of play. There is, a, I think, a museum or something on the property there. It's the Riverside Drive, Lakeland Drive area. Uh, not sure. I, I did see a long list of a lo- those last-minute earmarks and goodies that get dumped into the, that final uh, bill that the legislature passes, and it is long. By the way, we might list some of those out for you, share some of those later. A friend sent me the list in spreadsheet format on my phone. I think it's like four pages in very small print in an Excel spreadsheet. Interesting. In the words of the great J.T. Williamson, corn is to be eaten, not burned in my gas tank, says William and Brandon. <laughs> Gary in the Berg says, it's disturbing to see how many Republican leaders and conservative TV outlets let Obama off the hook on his mocking of Mitt Romney on Russia being our biggest threat. Uh, you know, I, I think, honestly, Gary, that's because Obama is not a candidate. I think if he were a candidate sitting in office, running for office, I think you'd see more, uh, more, more buzz about that and more effort by the Republicans, but I, I don't know that that really achieves anything politically for him. But I hear you, and I agree. He completely got that wrong. It will be in all grades of gas all the time. This will be the standard as 10% is now. Hmm. On the ceasefire tax line, not really following that, but the 15%, the E15 is 15% ethanol. Did, did verify that. Uh, A lot of vehicle warranties will be voided with E15. They don't use E15 in the summer because it raises smog levels. I was aware of that. Alcohol fuel also reduces MPG and is actually worse for the environment. Okay? Then I'm confused because I thought the whole idea of switching off of that blend was to not pollute as much. So I'm confused. Well, corn on the cob for 4th of July will go up. That's what Amanda from Pike County says. Hope they won't use potatoes. That would wipe out barbecue sides. Climate change is extortion on the American people, plain and simple. They can't define a boy or a girl. Only flex fuel capable of vehicles can burn E-15. Well, that's probably why there's less than 2% of the stations in the country sell it. Okay, glad to know that. That makes sense, though. Congratulations if you bought a 3D printer. you now been flagged. I think what that's talking about is the ghost gun. Yeah, because
2: you can 3D print sure. a one-time-use-only one firearm. Right. and that, That's more than likely going to blow up in your hand. I agree. At, right. Because you're probably not going to use the right plastic on it. But, you know, like everything else, that technology is likely to keep
4: improving. And it is quite plausible to think that... Eventually, people will just be able to produce a weapon at their home. How are you going to register that, background check that? It just seems to be futile. What are they going to do when I make
2: my own laser weapon?
4: Yeah, exactly. It's a morality problem. We'll come right back with Miss Mississippi volunteer. Your home for Ole Miss Sports, WFMN, Flora Jackson, Super Talk,
0: Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090.
22: News. I'm Lillian Wu. A subway station shooting at least five people reportedly shot 13 hurt at a Brooklyn, New York subway station this morning. Conrad Ader telling Fox News he was heading to the train when he witnessed what he believes is one of the victims. I was
23: just in the stairwell heading down into the station and I saw a young man go up to the station booth and he was bleeding from the legs. It's Cancer probably down because he was probably had a wound somewhere in his upper legs, and um, he was very excited, but he was very lucid. He seemed like he was he was probably otherwise okay.
22: The gunman, described as wearing a construction vest and gas mask, fled the scene. And British Prime Minister Boris Johnson will be fined over parties held during COVID lockdown. America's listening to Fox News.
9: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The city of Vicksburg and Warren County are in the midst of eminent domain proceedings, hoping to acquire 20 properties from six owners for a port that would be built off U.S. 61 south along the Mississippi River. Mayor George Flags doesn't think a new
23: eminent domain law will be a factor. A public body cannot take land and give it to a private use. But if you take it for the purpose of public use, like a levy that's in the bed, interest of your public then you can do it. The
9: existing port is at maximum capacity. The new port would provide a levy and other flood control measures and allow for rail line extensions, access roads and other necessary infrastructure.
23: I think the legislature, the governor, the speaker and the lieutenant governor is all on board and believing that this can be the biggest port in the, in the state of Mississippi and can create more jobs in the state of Mississippi than any other port in the state.
11: I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming.
13: Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot.
6: I think he's having a nightmare. No, this just part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed.
1: Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero
9: injuries. A couple of country music legends are planning a stop in Biloxi October
18: 27th. Oh, oh, huh? tell me about the good old days.
25: rhythm of the ride.
9: will play the Mississippi Coast Coliseum with a guest performance from Martina McBride. Tickets go on sale Friday morning at 10 on Ticketmaster. It can't be a fish story if it's documented, right? A Brandon man shattered the state rod and reel record for a blue catfish April 7th. Eugene Cronley was fishing on the Mississippi River near Natchez when he reeled in the 131 pound monster. It took him 40 minutes to bring it in. The previous record was 95 pounds. If you want to take a look, you can log on to our Facebook page at supertalk.fm
6: People today could spend half their lives over 50 so it's important to keep your money protected as you get older. That's why AARP Mississippi is providing you with tips to help prevent fraud from con artists so your money lives longer. During the month of April, they are shining a light on how you can protect yourself and your family from fraud with a telephone town hall and document shredding events. Learn more and sign up for free at aarp.org/ms.
22: Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight
26: to your door.
0: Supertalk.fm Supertalk.fm Your one-stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm Everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fm
4: Welcome back, everyone, to Middays from the Element Wealth Studios. Are you thinking about or planning for retirement? Do you have a plan? Go to MyElementWealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. And joining us now in the Element Wealth Studios, Rachel Shoemaker, Miss Mississippi Volunteer and. Captain Chris Turnipseed from the Mississippi Highway Patrol. Good morning, folks. Good, Good to see morning. y'all.
27: Good to be back. Goodbye. All
4: right. Uh, tell us about this DRIVE campaign. That's DRIVE is an acronym, I believe, in all caps. Tell us what that means.
28: So it stands for Driving Requires Initiative, Values, and Education. And while it's been a part of the Highway Patrol for several years now, uh, Miss Mississippi Volunteer is the official spokesperson statewide for it. So since I came here in the fall, mm-hmm. I've been traveling the state and have given about 40 presentations to you all all different sizes of groups and ages, Um, a presentation I call the Fatal Four, which covers the most frequent driving dangers.
4: Okay, and what are those?
28: So they're speeding, impaired driving, distracted driving, and seatbelt usage. But it's distracted driving awareness month, so that's usually the one that I focus on the most and the largest problem that I see in high schools.
4: Really has become a big problem, has it not, Captain? It is too much you
20: can do on these phones right now. You know we didn't have to grow up with that kind of temptation, but the world is at your demand right there at your fingertips when you're driving on the road. That's a hard temptation for adults, but a lot of times for our young, for our youth to uh, not you know be able to resist. What's the present law in Mississippi? Well, right now uh, we have a distracted driving law, but mostly that what we deal with as law enforcement we use our careless driving law. Mm -hmm. The burden of proof for our current distracted driving law is a little bit Sometimes it's questionable to be able to see or what have you, uh, to be able to have to be able to look in the vehicle and see somebody actually texting on a phone. You have to be able to prove that in court. But what you can do is see someone, you know, not paying attention or or swerving in and out of uh, a traffic or you know, running off the road. You can see them looking at a phone. Uh, but the careless driving usually covers is a pretty safe bet uh, as a citation to use against someone who's driving distracted.
4: You know, I think back uh, a long time ago when I was a teenage driver. And normally, when you saw a vehicle acting erratically, you pretty much know they were either sleeping, falling asleep, or they were inebriated. But now, I think I suspect most of the time it's because they're on the phone. I cannot tell you how many times it would you would be
20: behind someone following someone you thought you you know had them dead to rights a uh, uh, impaired driver, and get them out and they'd be just as sober as a as the judge. You know, and yeah. uh, Come to find out through some talking. You know, I was I was on my phone, or I was having an argument with someone, or just distracted, didn't have their minds on the road, and you would you would have swore up and down that, it, that they were, an, an, you know, were drunk drivers. Yeah,
4: it's unbelievable how that's uh, times have changed, and and unfortunately that could sort of just increases I guess the possibility of having that that sort of situation behind the wheel. And uh, all right, so. Rachel, tell us about how you achieved this this distinction, this title, Miss Mississippi Volunteer.
28: So I was crowned Miss Mississippi Volunteer after about a week-long competition uh, last July in Tupelo, and our next one will be upcoming this July 5th through the 9th in Tupelo as well.
4: Okay. are you from Tupelo?
28: I'm from Pontotoc, so okay, uh, t- Tupelo adjacent. Yeah,
4: yeah, All right, and so there's a uh, a national Miss Volunteer pageant pretty soon. When is that? Where is that going to be?
28: That is going to be in Jackson, Tennessee, and the preliminary competitions are May 4th through the 6th, and the final night of competition is May
4: 7th. Okay. Do all states have uh, Miss Volunteer? We have
28: 47. We are missing a few states, but we are almost there.
4: They need to get on board.
28: <laughs> it's our first year, <laughs> so we're working on it.
4: So how did you get uh, with this this uh, this title? How did you get connected to this DRIVE program? It seems perfect, honestly, but how did you get connected to that?
28: I would love to take credit for coming up with that on my own, but that was something that was established long before that ground was ever placed on my head between the Highway Patrol and our executive board. But it's really made this job more meaningful because sure. I get to see the changes in those faces and those students. You know, I usually ask, raise your hand if you text and DRIVE, and two-thirds of the room, if not more, yeah. shoots their hands up because we're Generation Z. We're really good at using our phones. We don't yeah. realize every single time. We pick the phone up while driving, the risk that we're assuming. So it's really special to use this title to walk into the room, see those hands go up, and then by the time I leave, so many of them are shocked that they've been involved in something so dangerous. So, so
4: then you're traveling around the state yes, and, and addressing groups at, uh, at high schools, elementary schools, or...?
28: All of the above. So you, okay. know, you can even start with young children, teaching them, hey, sure. do you see your mom or your dad use their phone while driving, and all of them will raise their hands. Yeah. It can start at a young age, and a lot of times, it is reaching adult drivers, uh, those of us who have been driving for several years, because we've gotten so good at it. We're so comfortable. It's such an easy habit to get into. So um, I work with the public affairs officers from the highway patrol to reach those different groups.
4: I got you. And and you feel like that's having an impact? do? Uh, You don't shame them a little bit, do you, when they all raise their hand and say, of course we do?
28: (laughs) No, I usually raise my own hand as well, because before I worked for the highway patrol, I was absolutely one of those people that used my phone while driving. So no, I don't shame them. I just try to help them make the connection. You know, I ask them, what do you want to get out of life? What are your goals? We've all got goals and dreams, but very um, infrequently do we actually think about the fact that getting behind the wheel every day could be the very thing that stops us from getting to those goals.
4: Yeah, And, and Captain, this isn't something that's unique to any particular age group. This is across the spectrum. No, and I want to
20: interject something about Rachel here, too, because when she goes in and she speaks, you know, she's a young lady, you know, younger, not too far away from the generation from actually who she's speaking with. Sure. So these kids kind of let their guard down with her and kind of talk to her. You know, when I'm standing up there with a gun and a badge on, they're all kind of looking at you kind of stern, you know, and just kind of... You can feel it's just a little bit different environment yeah. because, you know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm going to arrest them or I'm going to write them a ticket. But, but she can ha- get in and have those conversations with those kids and they let their guard down and really can hear and accept what she's saying, you know, as someone who's you know walks in the same shoes as they do a lot of times. And it, she's been very effective, you know, using that, that gift that she's got yeah. for our drive campaign.
4: What kind of feedback, uh, Rachel, do you receive, let's say, from teachers and administrators? Because I know they're, they they got to be excited when you come in and, and uh, make your speech and, and and try to impress upon our, our precious youth the risks of this.
28: Yeah, absolutely. I've gotten a lot of really good feedback. In fact, a lot of schools have asked me, you know, come back and speak to a different group of students uh, the next semester. I think it's interesting to them because they hear, oh, Miss Mississippi Volunteer is coming to our school. What could she possibly have to say of value? And that's to be expected. Sure. But, you know, they have so many presentations that they could offer their students. And as a student, I remember, oh, okay, another presentation. It's time for me to take a break or get out of class for an hour (laughs) or so. But I really try to capture them from the beginning by talking with them, engaging with them, instead of talking at them and and meeting them where they are. And they usually really are engaged. I, I see the faces changing as I'm talking to them and explaining these things to them. So not only do I think the students have enjoyed it, but a lot of teachers have said, wow, my you know, child is about to get their driver's license. I can't wait to share the things that you've given me today with them.
4: Do you feel like it's changing them? Do you feel like that maybe before you get there and the people raise their hand and say, yeah, guilty, and then after you speak with them, that hopefully they change those habits?
28: You know, I'm sure that there are people that walk out of those rooms that never change their habits. But if just one person has, it's all been worth it. And I believe that probably every single time I go into a school, there's at least one person who thinks differently. At least they've changed their thinking, if not their behavior, when they pick up their phone. Or maybe they decide to wear their seatbelt that day.
2: absolutely.
4: Totally agree. So... Uh, The title is for a year? It is is for a
28: year. Someone else will have this title in July.
4: Okay. And uh, are other states, are are they utilizing this, this position as well in in this communication effort, the way you are with this DRIVE campaign?
28: So the DRIVE campaign is unique to Mississippi. However, um, if I am chosen to be Miss Volunteer America, I hope to use our partnership as a model for other states to adopt. whether that's with their highway patrol or another state organization that better fits their needs depending on their state for them to adopt.
4: It makes total sense. That'd be awesome. Uh, but we Thank want you. you to be a <laughs> Miss Volunteer America. Oh, we do. I sure
28: hope so. <laughs> yeah,
4: absolutely. It would represent uh, our state well. Thank you, and uh, I think you you'd be well suited for that. Thank you, I appreciate that. So yeah, but I I do think that if that should occur, and we pray it does, uh, that that would influence other states because this, this is a global problem. Absolutely.
20: Actually. You know, there's a lot of campaigns, there's a lot of causes that people get behind that sometimes we look at and we shake our heads like why is why are we voicing you know. So upset about this, but this is something that impacts everybody. It's yeah. such a you know we talk about epidemics and pandemics, but this is this is a worldwide problem. Yeah. Uh, this distracted driving and some of these driving behaviors, and you know what a what a worthy cause, and yeah. and, and what a great spokesperson and, and Rachel, you know, to, to spearhead that cause. And I'd love, for, hopefully, if she will be able to take it national. It'd be it'd be a great it'd be a great thing.
4: Totally agree. Uh, do you, do you find that you even have to be careful with state troopers who are behind the wheel as well? Man, There's a, that, hey,
20: that's everybody,
4: yeah. you know, computers,
20: yeah. phones, it, everybody has to be uh, aware of what they're doing sure. while they're driving. Absolutely. Can't ever get too
18: comfortable.
4: Rachel Shoemaker, Miss Mississippi Volunteer, and Captain Chris Turnipseed from the Mississippi Department of Public Safety, the Highway Patrol, have been our guests here on Middays. Thanks, guys, for coming on, and best of luck to you.
28: Thank you. Thanks for having us. I've enjoyed it.
4: You got it. We'll be back here on Middays from the Element Well Studios after this break.
13: Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com.
1: Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specific it really is easier with Rogers Dabs Fleet. Call the Rogers Dabs Business Elite Fleet Team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dabs Chevrolet.
13: Find new roads. Eight six four three
17: seven five two. When you partner with R.J. Young for your business printing needs, you get the R.J. Young difference, superior service, in-house leasing option, and a we-make-it-right guarantee. Choose R.J. Young's HP A4 for your business's managed print services and supplies. Print with confidence and trust HP Original Supplies for consistent, uninterrupted printing. To learn more about our office equipment and technology, visit rjyoung.com slash printers. R.J. Young partners with the best printer manufacturers like HP to offer you the best technology solutions that power your business.
1: April is Gravely Mow the Distance Month at Revel Ace Hardware and Revel Outdoor Power. Save up to $2,000 off retail on select models, plus even more savings on customized package deals. Get 0% financing and pick your own Mow the
10: Distance bonus.
1: Free oil change, or free set of blades, or a free service kit. Hurry, the first 50 Gravely buyers receive a gift certificate for up to $200. Say big right now during Gravely Mow the Distance Month at Revel Ace and Revel Outdoor. Learn more at reveloutdoor.com
10: and Facebook.
13: The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at Fourth and Goal Sports Cafe. Home-style plates full of catfish shrimp and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283.
1: Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson
0: 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Out. Out. On to the real part. Mike. On Super Talk Mississippi.
4: Middays from the Element Well Studios, Supertop, Mississippi. Ethanol is not decreased in the summer for environmental purposes. Ethanol is unstable in heat. It evaporates faster and results in gummy fuel. Ethanol is not superior. Burns cleaner than gas. It actually takes significantly more BTUs to produce than it yields. It wastes more fuel than it makes. The main purpose in ethanol production are farm subsidies, transfer of combustion engine pollution from urban to rural locations. That's completely counter to all the reports I'm reading, but I, I don't know. I'm not an expert on this. So, uh, but I, but I, after I saw that text, that's on the ceasefire text line. I I did some digging and I find different information about that. So I don't know. Honestly, sounds like there's no consensus. Best I can tell. All I know is the president's going to Iowa today and he's going to announce that this uh, restriction on the use of 15%, I think typically fuel has 10% ethanol, if I'm not mistaken. And he's lifting this restriction. It's meant to be a cleaner form of gas, is what the administration is saying. It includes biofuel, which is considered carbon neutral, and does burn cleaner than 100% gasoline, but using it actually creates more ground-level air pollution. It's confusing to me. It's essentially alcohol. Alcohol evaporates more quickly. That means putting more ethanol into gasoline makes the fuel evaporate more quickly. So when it's blended with ethanol... I'm just reading here. The resulting fuel becomes more volatile, evaporates more easily, and those evaporated particles react with sunlight to create smog. Jeez. This is why the EPA implemented a summertime ban on E15, the thinking being more heat and sunlight equal more evaporation. So there you go. Also says in this report that any vehicle manufactured after 2021 can use it. Didn't know that. That's
2: a tiny sliver of the population of cars on the road. You would think so,
4: uh, for sure. uh, You know, all those that are bought in the last year, not even a full year. Hmm. E15 gas contains slightly less than the standard E10 gas, according to a 2009 study from the federal government. This means you're going to get slightly lower fuel economy with E15, which means you could need to fill up more frequently. So that's crazy. You get less mileage... You're paying less, but it's less efficient. So I'm not sure how that that extrapolates out in terms of what does it cost you. But the, uh, the idea was to drive the cost down, which seems to be somewhat symbolic and rather meaningless when you consider still, though, the small number of stations in the country that sell that grade of fuel. Doesn't make any sense. I'm not sure how much of the total amount consumed that would represent, what are we, 20, well, it's barrels of oil a day, that, that doesn't, I don't know how that extrapolates out to the total gallons of gas used or diesel used, but anyhow, that's what's happening today, that just, just seems uh, more symbolic. You'd have to divide by 42. 42 is... Uh, 42 gallons per barrel. Okay. All right, so there you go. But, of course, I don't know if that 20 million of barrels a day is the amount that is produced or the amount that is consumed, honestly. Have to look at that. Someone uh, had an interesting point about – I'm looking for it right now – What uh, Rush Limbaugh, yeah, Chris from Meridian, Rush's favorite saying about Democrats was they believe in symbolism over substance. Symbolism over substance, completely agree. Yeah, that's kind of what this seems like. I just don't see how this really, truly addresses the situation and provides any sort of meaningful, widespread relief. The average price of regular in the country right now, I saw in the business news this morning, four bucks in a nickel. So it is down somewhat. Price of oil below 100 I think $94, last check I saw, per barrel. It does seem more symbolic to me than it does uh, s- substance, as Chris from Meridian informs that Rush Limbaugh used to say. The latest scientific studies show corn-based fuel results in more carbon in the environment. I think that's what the report I just read said, if I interpreted it right. It has to do with the the, uh, speed at which it evaporates, which is why they don't allow it during the summer because of the atmospheric and the environmental conditions closer to the surface. Anyhow, the point is we're gonna allow this E15 grade to be made and sold in the country during these summer months when typically it is banned and that is expected to drive the price down because there's less petroleum content in the blend some 10 to 15 percent. Where you can get it and if you have a vehicle that can use it. That's... I don't know. Why can't he just do what everybody with a brain knows he ought to do, which is stop the war on fossil fuels and put into place policies that would promote exploration, drilling, production, refining everything necessary to increase supply. That's how you address this issue, not this kind of working around the edges symbolic nonsense. That's not really doing anything, but he just can't. Can't? He's totally controlled by the greenies. Jeff in Grenada says I own five vehicles and zero are newer than 2015. I'd say which one produces more hydrocarbons? This is Retton Ridgeland. Particulate pollution can be something like ash, which doesn't carry for long before moisture grabs it. Hydrocarbons are what can produce greenhouse effects. Okay. You know, the other thing, Rhino, we've talked about before is the amount of carbon produced by this country, the carbon footprint, it's been reduced dramatically, dramatically, orders of magnitude over the last 15, 20 years, more so than any other nation. This country ain't the problem.
2: No. It's China and India and countries like that. Who simply won't change for economic purposes. They don't care if they're ruining the environment. For the next generation because they have a completely different mindset or model for utilizing their resources yeah you look at china or india their their main resource they yeah. have is an abundance of manpower so they're not going to update their technology to anything modern they're just going to throw more people at it yeah that's because <laughs> people are
4: expendable in their society Tim from Tupelo says ethanol is terrible for small engines, lawnmowers, weed eater, outboard, moat motors. It uh, messed my my outboard boat up to the tune of three thousand bucks. Lawnmower sales are about to go up with this new gas, says Corey in Cleveland. Interesting. Uh, C Spire text line. Somebody sent a texting and writing it. It is a photo of one mounted on a horse, looking over the horse's. Main and neck there, that's a pretty cool picture. Appreciate that. Uh, let's see, talking about folks on the phone while they're driving. I had, this is Jason. I had a woman pass me on I-40 around Fort Smith doing easily 90 miles per hour with her phone in her hand right around Cherokee, Oklahoma. That woman had run up under the back of a Walmart truck. There you go. Interesting. Phones have made our MDOT work zones exponentially more dangerous, says Daniel in Boonville. Probably 50 to 75 percent of people that come through lane closures are on their phones. Hmm. They have E-15 or E-20 at gas stations coming into Batesville on Highway 6 from Oxford. That's from Chris from Oxford. Interesting. Joe from Sumrall says, well, I guess... My sl- my slingshot is haunted. It just became a ghost gun. It identifies as a ghost gun. So I, I did also see that somebody texted in, I'm looking for it here, Rhino, that uh, said you'd be surprised at the people that actually uh, are rejected when they go do their background check. Yeah, i
2: found different statistics for different years, but... If you average it out for the last 10 years, it looks like between 1% to 2% of all applicants failed their background check. Okay. The the, the note is that the highest number of rejections occurred last year at 300,000. I wonder if that's just because there was more people who applied. Probably.
4: Because I I think I saw a statistic, like 5 million households since the George Floyd incident now have guns in them that did not prior to that is a huge boon for the gun sale industry. The majority of guns used in the Commission of Crimes are stolen guns, says Louis from the 662. Okay, well that... So again, it's about deterrence, right? I'm not sure all that's working. We'll be back on Midday. Stay with us.
14: This Hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back.
3: At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts. If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com.
6: At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do.
9: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The city of Vicksburg and Warren County are in the midst of imminent domain proceedings, hoping to acquire 20 properties from six owners for a port that would be built off U.S. 61 South along the Mississippi River. Mayor George Flags doesn't think
23: a new eminent domain law will be a factor. A public body cannot take land and give it to a private use. But if you take it for the purpose of public use, like a levy that's in the best interest of your public, then you can do it.
9: The existing port is at maximum capacity. The new port would provide a levy and other flood control measures and allow for rail line extensions, access roads, and other necessary
23: infrastructure. I think mm-hmm. the legislature, the governor, the speaker, and the lieutenant governor is all on board and believing that this can be the biggest port in the, in the state of Mississippi and can create more jobs in the state of Mississippi than any other port in the state. <laughs>
4: We are back in the Element Well Studios. It's midday. Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino. Worked for an FFL for years. What's that? Federal firearms license. Okay. More than you would think get rejected. Interesting. Sometimes it's just delayed because they have the same or close to name of a felon or wife beater. Okay. Makes sense. I'm just trying to understand with all the restrictions and background checks and registrations and stuff how much that truly has prevented or deterred these these heinous acts of violence committed with firearms. I don't, I don't know that there's a way to determine that, honestly. But I do know this. If you look at the the states that have the most onerous restrictions, they also seem to have the highest degree of such crime. And we were just talking this morning about New York, watching that on the studio, by the way, on the TV in the studio. Subway attack, and then Sacramento, two states with as restricted, uh, restrictive, I should say, of. Uh, gun laws as any. So I don't know. Uh, crooks do not buy guns at dealers. They steal them on the ceasefire tax line. Uh, that would kind of make sense to me. you got to believe with the, I don't know how many firearms there are in this country, a bunch, tens of millions, that if somebody wants to commit a gun crime, hurt or kill another person, another human or humans, they're going to figure out a way to get the gun. That's that's my contention. I don't care how many laws you make. The question is, how many are being deterred? Because they can't I mean I, I guess I just try to think through what these criminals that are clearly disturbed. If you're if you're seeking to Inflict harm or death on another human with a weapon like that, you've got, you got a short circuit in the brain. How could you not? And you got to believe if they're considering such an act, they'll figure out a way to get a gun. Well, I was thinking about killing somebody today, but I couldn't find a gun, so I decided not to. I mean, I, and I'm, I know that sounds kind of crass and facetious, but seriously, what we get out of the left is, hey, more gun laws, more gun restrictions, more background checks, more registrations, all the gun crime will just evaporate. That's, that's kind of the impression they make.
2: When we don't actually use the laws that are already on the books. For example, with the background checks, it's federally illegal to try to buy a gun if you can't legally, which means if you fail the background check, you've technically broken federal law. Okay. So, prosecution on that is less than a tenth of a percent. No. So if they're really worried about it, not an issue. Why, why wouldn't they actually go after people that shouldn't be buying guns? That are in the system, they've already set up. Well, oh, makes sense. Instead of just adding more to that system,
4: just seems to me like there's got to be some other way to determine if someone is short circuited. That that's where the true core root cause problem is. I've also thought that certainly there's. Some sort of technology that could be invented, and I don't know what that is. I'm not suggesting I have the answer here. And and maybe there's some smart folks out there working on it that could forewarn, detect, prospect whether or not something is is possible to happen, such as what happened on the subway today. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe not. Maybe it's impossible to determine that and warn. Um, foresee. But that's the kind of solutions I think should be pursued rather than, let's just put more restrictions on law-abiding citizens, which are the ones who ultimately adhere to all these requirements. All dealers at gun shows are required to do FFL checks. In the old days, they might have a gun or two off the books, but those days are gone. Only person-to-person transfers don't require the checks in Mississippi. That's from J.B. on the C-Spire tax line. Okay, appreciate that. I kind of wondered. So, how do they do that? They're, they're all set up with some sort of online.
2: Oh yeah. Uh, devices and and. Uh, Either use your phone or you got a cellular or iPad okay. or hotspot. So the, submit the, the information and go from there.
4: System is accessible, and that's. Uh, I guess you could say that's the beauty of, the ubiquity of of the internet. And connectivity to it. So you could do that remotely. Sure. Makes sense. But, but what am I missing there? Because haven't I heard the left say so often, well, they're buying these guns at these gun shows. Yeah, we've got to close gun- the
2: gun show loophole.
4: Yeah. I've heard. So that doesn't sound like it's a loophole. So, so as I said earlier, Once we're down again, to again,
2: it's a Democrat talking point, a solution in search of a problem. Oh, man. Jeez. Because they're spending too many cycles on stupid crap.
4: Uh, it seems like it to me that fifteen percent ethanol is just another way to destroy your petroleum motor, says Kyle. Mike from Ridgeland says it's a good golf course. You talking about LaFleur's bluff, Mike? As I recall it's nine holes with two T's? I think so. That was in response to someone said, Looks like we're spending some money there. I would say it has to do with, with uh Reconfiguring the course to accommodate the disabled, if I'm not mistaken, I have to maybe look that up. I thought I caught a sound bite on that. We'll have to see. Uh, let's see a couple of more here. Gary and Meridian, in all likelihood, if someone wanted to buy a drop gun, that's in quotes, unregistered firearm in parentheses, in most cities in the USA, it would take less than a couple of hours, dollars. I I believe that is too too. I think that's kind of a way to sort of illustrate my feeling, which is if somebody's thinking about killing or hurting somebody else with a gun, they're
2: going to figure out a way to do it. But I mean, even if they can't get their hands on a firearm, how many instances in the last year or two have we seen with people in vehicles driving over people? You had the Waukesha parade around Christmas time. You had Nice, France a couple years ago where the guy was in a freaking big rig. You had the guy in New York that rented a U-Haul to drive through New York and run over people. Choose a different weapon.
4: Speaking of uh, Democrats and their hot air and and uh, that just seems to be tone deaf, I think we got time here. We got some sound from Al Sharpton. I found this to be a little shocking, but he he lays it out. See if we can get it, Rhino.
17: Can can you please, I know you've done it a lot, can you explain to white, woke leaders, can you explain to them that they're not only losing white dudes in the upper Midwest, they're losing people of color. They're losing people of color
11: because they really don't get the people of color's life. If you are living in a city, in a neighborhood that is inundated with crime and you act like that is not an issue, you've already lost me. That is an issue. Yes, we must deal with policing. I've been out front of that. But you cannot ignore when 12-year-old kids who somebody's niece and neighbor is killed and you act like that's a non-issue because you're too elitist to live on the ground. We don't want to be manipulated by right-wing elite billionaires all by left-wing guys that don't understand our life on the ground that is living in fear of crime that is yeah. living as a result of inflation that is that is killing us many parts of this country we need gas to go to work these beltway elitists that these limousine liberals here in new york don't live in the real world and blacks have to and browns have to deal with the real world every day and we don't sit in crowded subways reading left-wing or right-wing propaganda
4: how about that how about that i i thought that was really something that's Morning Joe, I think. And uh, Mika. Wow. I, I, one correction t- there, Reverend. The, the billionaires aren't right-wing, they're left-wing, for the most part. 750 of them in the country. She got that wrong, but the limousine liberals? Here's the thing, though, Rhino. He's sitting around a table with limousine liberals. <laughs> I don't think he thought through that one, but... Ow! Laying it out. Wow. Say it ain't so. Rush bumping us out of this segment. we got another one in this hour here on Middays from the Element Well Studios. And then coming up after the noon break, Anita Nyack and Dwight Owens from the Mississippi Department of Rehab Services. Stay with us.
13: Welcome to SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 84. Tonight, a 60% chance of rain, cloudy skies, low around 65. Your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms, some could be severe, high near 85. And for your Thursday, a 20% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 78. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon.
18: Jenny
8: cleaning providers show up last night? With the current labor market, you have to trust your keys to those that care. That's why it's time to change to Janny King, the king of clean. Trust your keys to our local franchise owners and our 35 years of experience to make sure your building is clean and healthy. For your clean and healthy building, go to JannyKingCleans.com. That's JanneKingCleans.com today for a healthy building tomorrow. Janny
18: King, the king of
8: clean.
21: this is the midday agri-market report. Hitting the highest March inventory number since 1996, cattle and calves on feed for slaughter totaled 12.2 million in USDA's latest cattle on feed report. Not only was this a high watermark for the history of the USDA report, but it was a 1% bump over 2021 levels. The numbers focused only on feedlots with a capacity of 1,000 head or more. Most of these head were being held in just four states, Colorado with 1.1 million, Kansas with 2.5 million, Nebraska with 2.6 million, and Texas with 2.9 million head. The number of cattle and calves on feed continues to break records, creating high levels of risk and volatility in the short term, but opportunities moving toward the end of 2022 and into 2023. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi, Agri News Network.
3: The will of a farmer is like no other, forged by the strength of generations past, propelled by the hope of what lies ahead. Unpredictability cannot shake its resolve. It wears a coat of courage and commitment, boots made of love for the land. At BASF, we support you with tools for tomorrow, new chemistries, seed traits, and technologies, because we know the world's future will be fed by the will of a farmer. BASF, helping you do the biggest job on Earth.
17: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
12: You know what that means.
0: Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: Back with you on Middays. We're in the Element Well Studios. Al Sharpton's like a windmill. He just turned whatever, which way the wind's blowing. A lot of truth to that on the C Spire text line. How long have drugs been illegal, but people keep getting them? I, I hear you. And, you know, I, I've always thought that as long as people want to put that stuff in their body, they'll figure out a way to get it. Somebody will figure out a way to sell it to them. It's, it's laws like that to try to restrict, essentially, the transaction just don't work. Don't seem to work to me. That's I, I, it's a great point. Gerard, there, are no, there is no background check. They check a database of people who have felonies or some other disqualifying reason to not sell them a weapon. Okay, I'm confused. That's from Bose, by the way. What does that mean? I don't know. It's not and legal. That is
2: a background check. It may not be as in-depth as, say, you're, you're hiring a CEO to run your company and you want to find out what they were doing in college, but it's still a background check. That's what it's called, though, is it not? Yeah, I mean, there are varying levels of background check, but you've got to at least pass that one to purchase a firearm. Right. Okay.
4: It's not legal to commit crime, says Wilson from Greenwood. Right. Again, I think trying to address the root problem is what that's all I'm saying is what compels people to want to go hurt others with guns. What's uh, How much of that is a direct result of the dissolution of the traditional family, the lack of mentorship and a father figure in the home? I believe, Rhino, they're Exhaustive studies and reports and statistics that clearly indicate the possibility or the, the prospect for a person ending up in such a life is quite high for one who does not have that kind of home environment, an unstable, a dysfunctional home. That's like off the charts relative to people who do. That's what we ought to be addressing. I've always thought it's the likes of an Al Sharpton that should and could go out and address that. Why not? Why won't they? Hey, it's not okay for you to be making babies at 14. It's not okay. The solution is, let's just expand access to abortion. That's the solution. Or let's put them on Medicaid or give them more welfare not truly addressing, well, you know, there are ways from, to prevent having a child when you're not ready, when you are not at the point in life where you can properly care for and rear and develop that child. It's crazy. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? So it's a good discussion, though, because, and it's mainly because the President is announcing these ghost gun restrictions, which I, I just am not convinced do anything. It ain't just the rich liberals, the, the white regressives in academia or in college to be in academia, twist themselves into knots trying to avoid even considering that disenfranchised communities have issues, too. That from Jason. Background check, background check. if I had a CCP, I could go into a gun store and wouldn't have to jump through all the hoops to get a firearm. I just added hazmat to my CDLs. I was fingerprinted in FBI background check, still have to get a background check through ATFV. I'm not sure I know. I know what uh, commercial driver's license is. What's CCP? I don't know. What's that? What's that? Concealed a- carry permit. Oh, thank you. I wasn't familiar with the acronym. That's from Stephen Pontotai. You know, for a long time, the civil rights lawyer Leo Terrell was deep in the blue. Now he's a Trump supporter and Democrat-turned-Republican. Love to watch him. Hannity has him all, all the time. Not a huge Hannity fan, but he does have him on. He always wears his hat. Leo 2.0, that's what Hannity refers to him as. And I want to say he was a civil rights attorney. Yeah, he tells it like it is. He really does. He blows through. He just absolutely excoriates the BLM folks and their $6 million mansion just calls them all frauds, and they are, honestly. To be exact, it's called a CQH and CQR via NCIC, or at least I believe that's what it's called after all, I stated a holiday in last night. So that's, I think that's referring to the background check through the, the uh, criminal system. NCIC, I think that's what that stands for, National Crime, something like that. I know that's the the kind of global system of
2: all the crime activity and records in the country. The National Crime Information Center. There you go. That's been around a long time. And a CQH is a criminal questionable history search. Okay. But it, it seems to be
4: routinely and popularly referred to as a background check. I mean, that's what I always hear, They're talking about the politicians. The state gave $13.5 million for how many people play golf? Need to fix the roads in Jackson for all the people to go down University Hospital. Thanks, Bo, on the ceasefire text line. Hmm, okay. We're going to take a break uh, right here on Middays. We've got Anita Nayak and Dwight Owens coming
0: you're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Barone's Tree Pros,
18: 601-345-8090.
22: This is a Fox News alert. I'm Lillian Wu. A manhunt underway for the suspect of a Brooklyn, New York subway attack, which left at least 10 people shot. New York City Police Commissioner Keyshawn Sewell.
9: As a Manhattan-bound N-train waited to enter the 36th Street station, An individual on that train donned what appeared to be a gas mask. He then took a canister out of his bag and opened it. The train at that time began to fill with smoke. He then opened fire, striking multiple people on the subway and in the platforms. A 20 block radius
22: stabilized as an active crime scene. And a lot of letters not arriving soon in one part of California after a string of attacks. The United States Postal Service
29: halting deliveries in a Santa Monica neighborhood after repeated attacks on mail carriers residents are still getting packages but delivery service of paper mail has
22: been suspended for now fox's laura engel america's listening to fox news
24: guys have viagra and cialis let you down it can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you
17: Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com.
13: The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at Fourth and Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News.
9: Severe weather will move into the area late today into tonight. There'll be a repeat of these storm systems late Wednesday. Locations along and west of the I-55 corridor have the greatest chance for getting storms that could produce damaging winds, hail, and possibly tornadoes. Nicholas Spinner is with the National Weather Service.
12: And that's going to be mainly after dark. Um, you know, could have a couple of these storms move through in the middle of the night, midnight or later for some locations. So, um, you know, just make sure your weather radio is working or, or have uh, your phone, phone on overnight to, to get alerts. And then tomorrow, um, kind of the best time frame again is going to be the afternoon into the evening time period. So mainly... Um, after, you know, 4 o'clock for a bunch of the states.
9: For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm.
8: All of us at the Mississippi Propane Gas Association are committed to providing you with the best possible services and affordable values. We operate in a way that assures a safe, reliable and economical fuel source. Our trained personnel constantly monitor the conditions of our gas systems to assure reliability and safety. Any repairs or modifications to a propane gas system must be performed by the qualified technicians of your propane provider as required by state and federal regulations.
16: Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit mspropane.com.
6: People today could spend half their lives over 50 so it's important to keep your money protected as you get older. That's why AARP Mississippi is providing you with tips to help prevent fraud from con artists so your money lives longer. During the month of April, they are shining a light on how you can protect yourself and your family from fraud with a telephone town hall and document shredding events. Learn more and sign up for free at aarp.org/ms.
9: It's no secret that Ole Miss and Mississippi State have been struggling on the diamond this season. The Bulldogs have gone from the defending national champions to unranked, while the Rebels, in less than three weeks, have gone from the number one team in America to barely hanging on in the polls at number 25. Here's what Mike Bianco had to say about his team's recent struggles.
4: Uh, we, you know, uh, we just got to play better, you know, and uh, we have, and it's in us, but uh, we just hit a spell a year that,
1: uh, you know, all all last week, even down at uh, uh, Pearl against Southern
12: Miss on a Tuesday night. We just, we don't play well enough to win.
9: Mississippi State's Chris Lamona shared similar remarks to those at Bianco's regarding his own squad.
6: Um, we have to improve. That's probably the biggest thing with us right now is we got to get better, and Um, We have areas of the game that we're not playing well in right now that we have to get better
9: at. Currently, both teams are tied for last in the SEC West.
1: Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. All summer and fall, you've heard our Food Fridays, presented by our friends at Polk's Meat. With the temps starting to fall, maybe you're slowing down on grilling, but that's no reason to slow down on the delicious meats from Polk's. Whether it's ham or smoked sausage, whether it's gumbo, jambalaya, or a big breakfast spread, make sure it's Polk's. Why? You know why. Because picky
2: people pick Polk's. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired?
1: all the folks in the capital city metro area love to have you join me tomorrow morning six till nine gallo show we'll start your day the informed way Super supertalk mississippi
0: 97.3 welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply to think deeply, and look beyond political posturing you're listening to middays with gerard gibbert here on Super Talk mississippi
4: Welcome back, everyone. Hour three, midday. Super Talk Mississippi from the Element Wealth Studios, rocking into the afternoon. Joining us now in the studios, Anita Nayak, Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehab Services Office of Special Disability Programs, and Dwight Owens. Please return on Monday. Prom, the acronym. Speaker. Good afternoon, folks. Thanks for coming in on middays. Uh, Anita. Tell us about, uh, give us some background on the program, what this is all about.
26: Sure. Thanks for having us today. So I'm Anita Nike with the Office of Special Disability Programs, and we have the Traumatic Brain Injury, Spinal Cord Injury Trust Fund Program, and through that we look at data, and the number one cause of spinal cord injuries and head injuries is motor vehicle accidents. Mm. So we started this PROM campaign, Please Return on Monday, five years ago. and. We go to the high school kids, juniors and seniors, and talk to them about the full full circle of consequences. This is a partnership between the Mississippi Highway Patrol, Department of Rehabilitation Services, and we have client speakers who go to the schools and talk to them about making good choices, good decisions. Don't drink and drive, please buckle up, and don't text and drive.
4: Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, do you try to visit all the schools across the state?
26: So, we have a team of people who go out to the schools. Now, we have to be invited to the schools to come and speak. Um, but just just to give you a account, so so far this year, we have actually been to thirty three high schools across the state of Mississippi. Yeah. And we have approximately eight eight to ten more to do.
4: How big a problem is it in Mississippi, especially amongst uh, the teens? The drinking and driving.
26: It's the drinking and driving, texting and driving. Yeah. It's the distractions, yeah. and that's what's causing the traumatic brain injuries and spinal cord injuries.
30: Yeah. So, Dwight, tell us your story, sir. Well, first of all, I want to thank the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services for all they do, because when it comes to, it's hard for a young person to to think past what they're going to today. And, and look at tomorrow what can be because we've all been that age and we we feel invincible. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just what it is. And I know for a fact of my own story that a disability doesn't discriminate. You know, the same as pain, we've all experienced pain and it doesn't discriminate. Yeah. Disability doesn't care what you look like, it doesn't care who your parents are, it doesn't care how much money you have or what type of car you drive or where you work. It doesn't care anything about the status. So it can happen to anybody. And you know, going into each of the schools, you know, I help them help them to take away those excuses that they have, because a lot of people, when they, when they, when they endure things and they're trying to overcome uh, traumas and different things like that, they're vulnerable to peer pressure. And so when it comes to my own personal story, you know as a motivational speaker you know they say I have a they say I have a disability you know I say differently because that those that know me know that there's no diss in my ability they, they don't just call me a guy in a wheelchair they call me a beast but being a beast means you know who you are being a beast means you no know, matter obstacle comes into your life you know that you can overcome but being a beast also means you can make the right decision even when the wrong one is more popular hmm. and uh, 2000 and on August 5th, 2005, my life changed uh, because I was hit by a drunk driver. On my way to school, I'm a former teacher, math teacher, football coach, and on my way to school, I was uh, rear ended by a drunk driver clocked at 120 miles an hour. They found wow. my torso on the Ford car my legs wrapped around the steering wheel. The only thing holding me together was a seatbelt. And that's important to know because they get to understand that there's power in a choice. Now, my accident happened by somebody that made a choice that they didn't have to make. And um, so with that incident, I coded instantly, and we knows what that means. Uh, it means my heart stopped. I was literally dead in that hospital, um, in that car, and then again at the hospital. But miraculously, you know, I'm still here. And uh, and since I'm gonna be here, and since you know the Lord allowed me to to, through His grace to still be here, then it's it's I feel like it's my duty to go out there, and uh, whether it's a young person or or an adult or whatever, and help them over help help them overcome things, especially if it's uh going to help not lead to an accident or disability or whatever the case may be.
4: Yeah. What about uh, folks that have had the similar e- experience as you have, Dwight? Do you do you speak to them? Do you guys kind of speak to each other to provide uh, support and try to work through uh, this tragedy?
30: Oh, most definitely. And it's ironically, <laughs> ironically, you know. Um, you know, people that have been through things as myself, we tend to find each other. Yeah. And a lot of us, we we talk about those things, but we talk about making everyday count for something yeah. and helping others. Despite what has happened to us, you can never go back and change time, but you can use the time moving forward to impact somebody else's life. Because I'm one that believes that we all have challenges to face, but I believe that you face things head on, put them in the best best possible light and help others every chance you get. Yeah, absolutely. So, if you don't mind me asking, what do you do now? I'm a, a motivational speaker. I do a lot of keynote speaking. I okay. also tend to visit a lot of hospitals with uh, where there are new injuries, new disability. Uh, so and I love doing that because there's those those people that are just that have just had their lives turned upside down And that's why I'm so passionate about going into the schools and what we do here Because when you when you enter that and and something does happen to you people ask themselves so many questions Is what do I do now? They were about being a burden to their family They were yeah. about finding love they were about all these other things and they they just they, they want to be out of that situation so my my thing is to go in there and 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 sow a seed of hope, be a beacon of hope, and so that's what I do. Um, that's what I do with my life now. I'm I'm, I'm living to be a beacon of hope to hmm. other people. Whether this at a motivate was this as a motivational speaker, whether this as um, just a person of service, whatever the case may be. I'm also an author, so and everything that I talk about, whether it's in the book or in my own personal life, it's about being that beacon of hope. I got you. Uh, are you speaking? primarily in the state of Mississippi or are you
4: traveling around elsewhere I, I travel around elsewhere so wherever I'm called Wow so wherever I'm called I'll be there yeah what what kind of reaction do you get typically after you
30: after you speak and
4: you address groups
30: there are a lot of tears a lot of tears a lot of people asking questions and I'm still I spoke last week to a group in on the Gulf Coast yeah uh, coastal family health clinic. Uh, employee conference, and, and I'm still getting messages from those individuals because of you know uh, physician burnout and different things yeah. like that during COVID, and just so just just helping, uh, just helping them overcome their own wounds and 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 things that have happened to them because you know that's something that we all can relate to, and if we all can relate to that, then we can understand that person with a disability that has just lost everything, and mm. so when it comes to this prom campaigns please return on Monday it's, it's of course the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services they don't mind putting in an application for any one of those students but if they can prevent it if they can prevent that then I'm sure they will prefer that sure because they don't they me living with a spinal cord injury is hard and people don't understand that they don't see the day-to-day things that we have to do it's hard so I don't want anybody else to have to endure that. You know, when I had my accident, I broke all of my ribs. My liver was found lodged into my chest. I tore both shoulders. It was liver damage, kidney damage, brain trauma, punctured lungs. Couldn't breathe on my own, Had to be placed on life support. Back was broken, spinal cord severed. All because of that choice that somebody made that they didn't have to make. So they need to understand that there's power in their choice because their choices just don't affect them. They affect everybody around them.
4: Yeah, that's a great point. Well, I, I certainly detect. The the passion, and uh, i got to believe it's very effective and comes through when you speak. And uh, uh, God bless you for that. Anita, what kind of impact is this having when uh, Dwight makes the rounds and shares his story and uh, what, what kind of impact do you see out there in the community and especially amongst our young people
26: right so you know our program is typically about an hour and mm-hmm. so the highway patrol officer will speak for about twenty minutes because you know they deal with the fatalities and so we don't want the kids to end up in that situation. Mm-hmm and then um, but to put somebody in center stage and for that person such as Dwight and we have other representatives throughout the state who share their story it is very impactful. Yeah. It's a reminder that you know one second, two seconds can change your life. Can alter your life forever. Yeah. And what's so good about this program is, yes, it's for please return on one day in the same condition you left, but we want the kids to have conversations with other friends, their parents, because yeah. this same message can be applied to everyone.
4: I'll I'll leave you guys with this thought: is that it seems to me like a person that gets behind the wheel that uh, is impaired, or is distracted, and as you said in your particular case. Uh, hurt someone else in your case permanently, that's a very selfish act. Yes. And what you're doing, honestly Dwight, it's incredibly unselfish. And that's yes. what comes through to me. So we appreciate that. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you. you guys coming on. Anita and Dwight, thanks so much. Enjoyed hearing the story and thanks for all the good work and you keep at it. Will do. Thanks for having God us. God bless again. you guys. Be blessed. We'll be right back here on midday. Stay with us.
20: Get ready for Trustmark College Baseball, April 26th, for the big game of the series, the Governor's Cup, Mississippi State versus Ole Miss. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com or the Trustmark Park box office. Enjoy fun for the whole family. Trustmark College Baseball. Get your tickets now for the big game of the Trustmark College Baseball series, April 26th, the Governor's Cup, with Mississippi State and Ole Miss going head to head. Don't miss it. A Spectrum event production.
27: This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Callaway's has a large selection of trees and shrubs. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture, with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Let Callaways turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tanks is always the better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what
18: Callaway's is.
1: Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 09. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
0: Okay, is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbard on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: Back on middays. Appreciate everyone joining us. We're in the Element Wealth Studios. Just
3: what does he
4: say. Who's that? The artist there. The Wall of Voodoo. Oh. I remember that one. Let's see. So Biden is trying to destroy the oil industry in the name of climate change, but a little extra pollution from raised ethanol levels right before the midterm election is okay. I reckon so. It's kind of the way it's working out at this point. It, it is sort of crazy. Everything is so politically charged and induced, but I do think. They got big problems on their hands because it's the economy, stupid. As the uh, as the great James Carville said during the election of uh, campaign of President Bill Clinton, he got it. He tried to tell him, "Heck, now we got Al Sharpton putting a little admonishment on the Democrats." Shocked at that, honestly. I think I also saw where Rachel Maddow is going down to one night a week, changing her schedule up somewhat. Hmm, That's kind of interesting. The White House meantime painting a rather rosy picture as recession fears increase, and that's coming from the chief propagandist for the Biden administration talking about this attack another heinous attack by a wacko a subway station just came across in New York just came across the the TV here in the studio filled up the subway car with smoke
2: yeah the perpetrator was wearing an orange construction vest a gas mask and had a smoke bomb lit the smoke bomb or set it off rolled it down the the train, and then as people started moving about, opened fire. Unbelievable. Wounding, according to NYPD, at least five.
4: Well, that's just crazy. So, I don't know that anybody... No is, fatalities. No fatalities, okay. Environmentalists. You heard this one? Oh, my gosh. This is where it just gets out of control, that you can't take the whole thing seriously. Urging people to target, quote, wealthy areas and deflate SUV tires. So they can't use gas, obviously, to propel them. Busters, which describes itself as an international collective of artists, designers, writers, musicians, poets, punks punks? Where'd he come up with that? Philosophers and wild hearts. (laughs) Posted instructions on how to deflate the tires. Wedge gravel in the tire valves. (laughs) Leaflet? What does that mean? Leaflet? That's what it says. The SUV to let them know the tires. Oh, yeah, Place a leaf on it. Yeah. Okay, okay. I thought they were saying do something to the tire. And they have an example of what the leaflet should say on it. The SUV to let them know the tires are flat and why it was done. And walk away. It's that simple, the group said in a tweet. If we organize, we can hit enough SUVs in particular neighborhoods to spark reporting and spread the metameme.
2: Bear in mind, this is the same group of crazy Canadians that started Occupy Wall Street. I thought there was a connection there. They've been around since the late 80s. They're the hug the trees, save the whales people.
4: Shouldn't they go out and, I don't know, get a job and produce something for society? Well,
2: they, they should, but they can't find their butt with both hands. <laughs> so,
4: the, the, uh, the leaflet, by the way, shall I read it in, in big, tight? big, bold print, the title, Your Tires Are Flat. It isn't personal. SUVs are disproportionately fueling the climate crisis. They're the second largest contributor to increasing global COT emissions since 2010. They're totally unnecessary. The climate crisis is spiraling out of control. Make drastic action necessary So we deflated your tires. Walk, bike, take public transit if you have to, but it's time to end our reliance on these gas-guzzling behemoths. For the wild, comma, the third force. So my question is, why don't they head their lazy butts out to the airport and deflate the tires of John Kerry's private jet? How about... Head over to China or India, where way more CO2 is emitted into the atmosphere in those countries than, like, I think China, we looked it up, more than the rest of the world combined. By a lot. Well, head your butt over there. This is insanity. It so is. You look like a petulant little do-nothing, which you are, (laughs) I guess, at the end of the day. Such a whiny baby deal. And you're not accomplishing anything. Go do something of value. It's just unbelievable. It, it truly is. But It's just losers letting their freak flag fly. <laughs> freak flag. I like that. The crime is so bad in certain California neighborhoods, the United States Postal Service has paused deliveries.
2: Won't go in the neighborhoods. Yep, not going to Santa Monica. If you want your mail, you got to go to the post office. Unbelievable. It's because of
4: repeated attacks on mail carriers since January. Crazy. Just crazy. I'm telling you, man. Every day it's something new. Looking at uh, what Vice President Harris is seeking to lessen Americans' medical debt burden. Just a whole host of proposals. Just more giveaways. It's always a Democrat solution. Always. Throw money at it. More importantly, throw money in your pocket. That'll fix it. Go away for a while. Vote for me next time. i put that money in your pocket. Oh, man. It really does seem like that's always the way they do it. Uh, by the way, the medical marijuana program in Mississippi, the rules and regulations were released right, That's from the Department of Health, I believe yesterday. The Medical Cannabis Act is the name of the law, of course, so they've been working pretty hard on this, evidently, and those, uh, those rules and regs in detail? They've started to promulgate them at the Department of Health because we're getting closer, aren't we? To all that becoming a reality here in uh, this state. See, hmm. yeah, it's
2: got the the list of ailments or conditions that you have to have for your doctor to prescribe it, and then it. Basically says you have to have the bona fide relationship with your doctor, meaning you've been to him before. yeah And then you have to once you get prescribed or recommended by the doctor, then you pay twenty five dollars for a twelve month identification card that you have to renew every year. And then once you've got your card, you can go and purchase your medicine. Yeah. Well there you go. That's the in the
3: accordance
2: with the law. Conditions include cancer. Parkinson's, Huntington's, muscular dystrophy, glaucoma, spastic quadriplegia, HIV, AIDS, hepatitis, amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, otherwise known as ALS, Crohn's, ulcerative colitis, sickle cell anemia, Alzheimer's, agitation of dementia, PTSD, autism, pain refractory to opioid management, diabetic or peripheral neuropathy, spinal cord disease or severe injury. Chronic medical treatment that causes cachexia or wasting, severe nausea, seizures, severe and persistent muscle spasms, or chronic pain.
4: Might be easier to list all the afflictions that don't qualify. Might be a shorter list. Any but,
2: physician, physician's assistant, nurse practitioner, or optometrist is qualified to register to certify patients for medical cannabis. It will require eight hours of continuing education in medical cannabis for the first year and five hours every year after for the medical provider.
4: And have to have what they call a bona fide relationship with the practitioner.
2: Which basically means if you're going to a doctor for the first time to get medical marijuana, you're not going to get it the first time. You have to go back.
4: We should also point out, over the age of 25, any of those practitioners, and only need one, can certify you. Between 18 and 25, you got to have two, one of which has to be a physician. Bit of an exception, a bit of a nuance there. Just wanted to uh, pass on. Anyhow, we're time. Uh, we we're up against a break, I should say, right here on uh, bid days. When we come back, we got an interesting video from a teacher talking about transgenderism. When we return, stay with us.
13: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 84. Tonight, a 60% chance of rain, cloudy skies, low around 65. Your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms, some could be severe, high near 85. And for your Thursday, a 20% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 78. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871.
15: Hop on in to Nandy's Candy for all your Easter treats personalized eggs, caramel divinity, peanut butter and chocolate whip eggs, chocolate bunnies and ducks, hand blown eggs filled with chocolate, sugar eggs, stuffed animals, jelly bellies, foil wrapped bunnies and eggs, sour bunnies, bunny corn, empty or pre made baskets, and so much more. Nandy's Candy, 1220 East North Side Drive in Maywood Mart, exactly where the Easter Bunny shops. Shop online at nandy'scandy.com for in store pickup or shipping.
9: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Severe weather will move into the area late today into tonight. There'll be a repeat of these storm systems late Wednesday. Locations along and west of the I-55 corridor have the greatest chance for getting storms that could produce damaging winds, hail, and possibly tornadoes. Nicholas Spinner is with the National Weather Service.
12: And that's going to be mainly after dark. Um, you know, could have a couple of these storms move through in the middle of the night, midnight or later for some locations. So, um, you know, just make sure your weather radio is working or, or have uh, your phone, phone on overnight to, to get alerts. And then tomorrow, um, kind of the best time frame, again, is going to be the afternoon into the evening time period. So mainly... Um, after, you know, 4 o'clock for much of the state. For the
9: latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm.
22: Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to primeshrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door.
17: Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and
6: guarantees. People today could spend half their lives over 50 so it's important to keep your money protected as you get older. That's why AARP Mississippi is providing you with tips to help prevent fraud from con artists so your money lives longer. During the month of April, they are shining a light on how you can protect yourself and your family from fraud with a telephone town hall and document shredding events. Learn more and sign up for free at aarp.org/ms.
0: Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back. On Super Talk, Mississippi.
4: Good day, Super Talk Mississippi from the Element Wealth Studios. So, digging a little bit more into what the government has planned with respect to medical debt, it primarily deals with credit reporting and uh, bill collecting, medical debt collecting. There's there's a whole industry uh, involved in collection of delinquent unpaid medical bills huge collection industry involved in that and heck Folks you you get bills after you have any kind of certainly any kind of major medical work It's confusing as hell to figure out who you owe what you owe who to pay when to pay them. It truly is It's it's just convoluted the way all that works so what they're looking to do is change the billing practices. To some extent, that has already occurred. The no surprise billing law went into effect. You may remember that one. And that had to do mainly with you get all your bills and then all of a sudden you get one that kind of lags from an out-of-network provider. Network meaning the physicians, the services that are are covered by your insurance. Typically um, the insurance may not cover an out-of-network provider, or one that's not listed as one that they have a relationship with, or they may not cover it at the same rate. You may be responsible for more of those charges on an out-of-network. So the law went into effect to uh, to try to prevent that so-called surprise billing like that, the, the No Surprises Act. That went into effect in January. But what they're looking at now is to change the way credit bureaus handle unpaid medical debt. The main credit reporting agencies, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, they actually agreed in the month of March to remove, I thought this was an outsized number, 70% of medical debt from consumer credit reports. And that's typically what happens. You have a bill. A lot of times, you, I've had it happen. You don't even know you owe it. I like having one for $3 one time. I went to buy a vehicle. This was 25 years ago. And they said, well, you've got this collection on, collection on your credit report. A lien, a judgment, a collection is always a bad mark. Well, how much is it for? It's like $3.80. Well, who's it to? And they told me, and it was related to my son. It was like two years old.
2: No idea. Oh yeah, I got a nasty letter for a Buck 87 to a dentist. It's unbelievable. And that ends up on your credit. It was a dollar. 87 that the lady at the office it was like, "Do you want to pay cash or credit?" And I was like, "Well, <laughs> I got this much in cash, and I was a Buck 87 short in cash, And she goes, "That's fine. <laughs> and then they billed me for it. Of course. Oh,
4: so anyhow, the credit bureaus are going to remove 70% of medical debt from your credit report. Starting July 1, they won't include medical debt that goes to collections on credit reports once it's been paid off. They'll drop it, because that's a problem, too. It ends up being on your credit report, you satisfy it, you resolve it, and it stays out there. And, of course, that affects your scores and... It's a a bit of a flag to those that you're seeking credit from, if you're looking for new credit. It is estimated that will eliminate billions of dollars, just dropping the the, the item on your report uh, once you've satisfied it. Also, now you've got a grace period of a year. I think it used to be six months, meaning that once something goes to collections, outstanding medical debt, you've got a year to fix it. If you don't, then it hits your credit report. I think it's six months now. That gives you more time to work with whomever you owe the money to. But most of the time, I just wonder how much is just because you just didn't know. You don't know you owe. Don't know who to pay. Also, starting in the first half of 2023, medical collection debt of less than $500 will no longer be included on credit reports. So, just some major changes in the way that outstanding medical debt is handled from a credit reporting perspective. That's kind of the main item uh, being contemplated. In California... There's a bill right now in the California Assembly that would alter the work week to be 32 hours. And if you work more than 32 hours in a week, you would be paid. It's not just time and a half overtime. I think they've bumped it even more than that. And if you go beyond that 40 hours, there's even an additional, additional premium of pay. I disagree with this. This is another situation where government is dictating to the private sector what their policy manuals got to look like. I totally disagree. And and you know, this is what I love. They're pointing to Iceland, because Iceland apparently recently transitioned a great deal of the country to the four-day work week, 32 hours. And how wonderful it is in Iceland. Why are we always trying to be like Iceland? You ever notice that? The liberals always point to Iceland and Norway and the Scandinavian countries, just like utopia. I think they're okay countries and people, but can somebody tell me what really major, notable, and I know I've shared this on the show before, they've produced? Maybe they don't produce anything because they don't do a lot. 32 hours. If a company wants to go to a 32-hour week, work week, have at it. But don't force them. That's what I have a problem with. That's socialism. That is central planning of the private sector. That is central planning of the means and quantity of the production of goods and services. It's flagrant socialism, actually. What's next? Just pay everybody for not working? They just they have to just get involved and tinker and engineer. We know better than you how long your employees need to work. I mean, it's almost as if to say, you're making people work 40 hours a week. That's abusive. That's the message. I totally disagree with this, and it'll be interesting to see. Now, I believe you've got to be a company with a certain number of employees. I can't remember the threshold, but under that, you're exempt from this. Over it, you've got to do it. We've said before on the program how we see the states in this country really starting to break away In some key critical areas, crime, voting rights, uh, are two that, that come to mind. Taxes, taxation, a slew of other policies. This is one, what you see California do. In New Jersey, you know, you still can't pump your own gas. You've got to pay the premium for an attendant. That's just another kind of interesting example. But this critical race theory, where in some states requiring it to be taught in, in various forms and fashions in other states, banning it. Abortion? Clearly, that's a big differentiator between the states. But now it's sexual identity and sexual orientation. We got the state of Florida recently passing a law that prohibits the discussion, the instruction, of sexual orientation and gender identity for kindergarten through third grade. We've got other states, such as New Jersey, requiring it to be taught. Requiring it to be taught. I don't know if we have time in this segment. We'll get it when we come back, Rhino. We've got video from a teacher. A teacher's assistant, I believe. And I think this is a video where... The teacher and the teacher's assistant, they are addressing first-graders. First-graders. And we'll get that. But in New Jersey, public school students as young as 10 are taught that puberty blockers are an acceptable way to, quote, manage adolescence, and that masturbating a few times a day is a healthy way to relieve stress. Ten-year-olds... What in the wide world of sports is that all about? Incredible. So this is what's happening. Just another example of the stark contrast between the states. That's New Jersey and Florida. Such discussions are prohibited. It's certainly at the K through uh, third grade level. But when we come back, we've got this video for you. You'll get a taste of where all that's going. Stay with us. Take a little
18: trip, take a little trip The King of Pleas
15: Hop on in to Nandy's Candy for all your Easter treats. Personalized eggs, Caramel Divinity, peanut butter and chocolate whip eggs, chocolate bunnies and ducks, hand-blown eggs filled with chocolate, sugar eggs, stuffed animals, jelly bellies, foil-wrapped bunnies and eggs, sour bunnies, bunny corn, empty or pre-made baskets, and so much more. Nandy's Candy, 1220 East Northside Drive in Maywood Mart, exactly where the Easter Bunny shops. Shop online at Nandy'sCandy.com for in-store pickup or shipping.
14: This Hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back.
3: At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection, and that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight.
4: bottom boys
2: seen we're in
4: the final segment here on middays from the element well studio so this bill in California by the way applies to companies with 500 or more employees if they work more than 32 hours they have to pay them time and a half I thought it was more than that it's time and a half standard sort of overtime uh, to workers whose hours run over, but if it stretches into more than 12 hours a day or into seven days a week, they got to be paid double time, according to this law. So uh, talking before we went to break about how the states are kind of dividing up across so many polarizing and and critical issues, uh, crime, voting rights, abortion, critical race theory, uh, really just taxes on down the list. But the latest is is just this sexualization of everything, it seems like. So Florida, of course, you're familiar with that, the the bill which is commonly referred to as Don't Say Gay, which is totally a misnomer because it doesn't have the word gay in it anywhere. Just prohibits the teaching of sexual orientation and gender identity to really young people, K-3rd through grades. Makes sense to me, sounds logical, they don't need to be talking about that in a classroom. In New Jersey, however, just the opposite. Starting in September, New Jersey first graders will learn about gender identity under new sex education guidelines. Uh, one of the lesson plans that has been revealed says, quote, you might feel like you're a boy even if you have body parts that some people might tell you are girl parts. To first graders! But, set this up for you, this is a school where they're talking to first graders and it's a teacher and an assistant teacher and and they're discussing this sort of stuff but here's this assistant teacher and something
22: something cool about me Miss Hammond? All right. All right. So something that's really cool and unique about who I am is that I am transgender. So we touched a little bit about that at the beginning of this week uh, in the book that Miss Hammond read, but I'm going to give you my explanation about what it means to be transgender as well. So when babies are born, the doctor looks at them and they make a guess about whether the baby is a boy or a girl based on what they look like. And most of the time, that guess is 100% correct. There are no issues whatsoever. Um, and, but sometimes the doctor is wrong. The doctor may...
4: Unbelievable. So... I don't really care if this person has been through this change. That's all fine. Uh, why that has to be discussed with first graders, though? That, that's what I object to. Can't you wait a few years? Why do you got to talk about that? Their impressionable little minds need to be focused on fundamentals of subject matter that will... They'll use later on in life. There's time to be exposed to all this thorny stuff. It will happen. We all did. But at that age, and it's so cool. It's something cool about me. Like, well, I don't know why that's cool. Why is it any cooler that you're a transgender than a person who is just a cisgender? Something cool about me is that I was born a male, and I'm still a male. And I identify a male. I think I'm a male. And I don't really care what pronouns you use. That's what's cool about me. (laughs) But it's true. Why why should that get a carve out? Why should that be upheld differently? I thought the whole idea was you sort of want to all assimilate and be treated equally. That sounds like special treatment. Can't you talk about something else? I don't know. It's, am I being unreasonable here? And no, it, it seems fashioned? like
2: that, like a portion of the population derives their entire personality from their sexuality. Uh, you're right. They have nothing else going on for them besides who they're attracted to, which is just sad. I Agree.
4: And let me be clear: if this person does a good job in the role of teacher's assistant don't care if they're transgender. I really don't. I don't think most reasonable people do either. Don't care if they're black, white, green, whatever the heck you identify as. You just don't have to talk about it. And if you see it, if you look at the person, I don't think you can tell. It's, if they say it, of course, I think you're likely to consider it, but it doesn't really matter. I'm not sure first graders can or care. Can't we just say, see Jill run, Jack and Jill up the hill, and that kind of stuff? I don't know. Am I, I you know, what's wrong with that? Why do we got to focus on all this other and be so proud about it? It's not anything to be proud or ashamed of. It's neither. That's the point. We're out of time here today. <laughs> on uh, middays. We appreciate you so much for joining us, and we're going to be back with you again tomorrow. Stay weather aware, stay safe until then, and God bless everyone.